0: welcome 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 everyone to another option menu crew reacts today we have myself ryan and i've got crew member ed with me today how you doing ed
1: good i've got a lot of my mind after this last uh, nintendo announcement and but you do too and that's why we're here yep we are doing a react
0: today oddly enough because of nintendo again we are uh, reacting to the Nintendo Switch OLED model <laughs> in parentheses, uh, adi- m- the new model of the Switch, we were all hoping for the Switch Pro to be announced, and it uh, it was not the Switch Pro, not Super Switch, and even though it is called the Switch OLED model, that's just about it. It's about the only upgrade there. So um, we're, we're going into this with a lot of disappointment and yeah we'll 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 be fair as usual but uh can't help but feel disappointed that there isn't increased specs unfortunately ed your initial thoughts
1: i don't i don't think anyone wasn't disappointed um you know you had a lot of reputable sources stating that there was going to be a model with with upgraded internals that maybe could do 4k with some sort of upscaling i mean bloomberg reported on that and, and i i hope they don't usually make uh reports without a a reliable source but everyone was wrong on this it was just it's just a screen update with uh a few other things but um so what those those few things are just for our listeners they are an oled screen there is an ethernet port built into the dock there is an upgraded kickstand that goes the whole length of the back of the switch and oh it has double the storage now but but double the storage means 64 gigabytes instead of 32 gigabytes uh am i missing anything else ryan
0: yeah let me clarify a few points there ed so the the oled screen is also a bigger screen it's been increased from 6.2 inches to 7 inches diagonally which uh when i was doing some measurements that was what i expected uh it would be because i Actually ran a ruler when the when the rumors were going around and yeah, you could totally fit that seven inch within the existing bezel There is the better kickstand like you mentioned. I assume that the Micro SD card slot is still under there it looks like they might have even recessed the USB no, They couldn't have that wouldn't make sense The you I was gonna say the USB-C Port that's on the bottom, but that actually doesn't make sense because there's a little notch. There's another little notch um for the stand, and I'm not sure what that is. I haven't gotten a good look at the back of it. It it
1: it aligns it it aligns the switch with the uh, USB-C port. So if you look inside the dock, there's a notch, there's a little bump okay. that fits into the notch of the switch. It's so you can't just it's so you can't put it in the wrong way. It will always slot in nicely. Makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. uh
0: It looks like there's now like four different adjustable angles for the kickstand, whereas there was kind of only one. For the the current kickstand so I guess that's kind of a mini feature the amount of memory is now 64 gigs like you said is double the current internal hard drive size for the switch is 32 gigabytes and then they also have enhanced speakers on this on the actual switch model itself so that that's... And what does
1: that mean what does that mean how good could speakers built into the switch actually be well if they were using it maybe, maybe they're amazing maybe they're amazing Maybe if they were using really cheap
0: speakers before, they're using slightly less cheap speakers now. <laughs> so, like, auto quality can go up. Like, uh, I have the Oculus Quest 2, and they actually have some really decent speakers on there, Not, or, clearly not the best, and you can totally wire in some headphones for it. But when you're just playing there, like, by yourself in, a, in your home, and you just want to hear the sound, it's pretty good at being, like, feeling 3D and being clear. I really don't have a problem with it unless I make a lot of, extra noise or something's going on in the background so speakers have gotten pretty good for their size And if you think about how big the speakers are in like our earbuds these days it can't be that much bigger especially since they have more room for components in the shell
1: so we'd have to
0: hear it for ourselves yeah
1: i mean i don't know if the earbuds that most people use are um you know that high quality audio but i guess the bar is pretty low so but even for like high quality mind listening to it let's say like
0: airpods because i really like like and i'm not even talking about the airpod pros i'm talking about regular airpods they're still pretty
1: small overall oh they're very small yeah they sound okay to me but i'm not i'm no audiophile i don't think you are either no i'm not a super
0: big audiophile i have my preferred sound profile but not even descriptive. it's not something i could really accurately describe um, other things. So, essentially, Nintendo announced white Joy Cons are coming out. They have, and then there's the new Switch docks. So, as we suspected, the old docks got discontinued because they are releasing a new model of the dock, and there are almost more significant changes to that than there are the actual Switch model. So, they have a black and white version of the model. One is fully white. One is fully black. They have adjusted the cooling. there it looks like they have a slightly bigger fan or bigger exhaust uh, ports at least or I don't know what you want to call them for air to get through they have removed vents 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 would be the word improved venting on the back thank you they've recut the the cable extension around the door or the the cable uh, opening around the, the little back hatch they have removed the USB 3.0 port that is in the back with the power cap, uh, power cable and HDMI port, and have replaced it with a ethernet adapter, which should have been there from the start, and they still should have had the extra USB port. Uh, it's not that expensive. They still have the two USB ports on the side. Based on the information we have, they are not improved to 2 3.0 slots which who knows why like all the corners cut here and Nintendo is selling this uh, it will be available on October 8th the same day as Metroid Dread it will retail for 349.99 American that is $50 more than a standard switch and it will be available in the white color and the uh, neon blue and red color which will have a black dock. And you are will be able to buy the docks separately. At this time they have not priced them, but currently the only place you can get official Nintendo Switch docks is through Nintendo.com. As far as I can tell, unless maybe there's some like used retailer, not used, but retailers reselling um, some old stock. I, I, they were discontinued a while ago from my understanding. And they, Nintendo lists the price as $59.99 for the old dock, I believe that's down from what it used to be. I think I picked one up for a friend for like ninety. I think it was
1: seventy nine ninety nine. I thought it oh ninety really. I thought it was eighty. I would have well, to double check, way, 60 but I is still too much.
0: Sixty is still too much for that hunk of plastic. And this one, I guarantee, if it's if the other one's not going to go down in price, they're going to price this one higher but for sure. If it's the same price, it's still too high. But at least it's the same price, and it's just an alternate version of the dock. What's really funny is that all of these improvements on the system only benefit people who actually play it portably. Which would mean that, why would they even bother doing that to the normal Switch when they could have just done it to the light? That's my initial read. It would have just made more sense to put a slightly bigger screen with OLED on the Switch Light improve the speakers, improve the kickstand. Um, I guess they wanted to raise the price. Well, that's not it. Um, I don't believe that's it. Based on what I've heard from some of the other uh, YouTubers and, and podcast uh, places I listen to, the current theory, and unfortunately all we have is theories, is that Nintendo was preparing to do like the 4K implementation DLSS and you basically use a stronger CPU and GPU and RAM upgrade for the for the next switch model, which would have uh, presumably been this OLED model. But then they backed out for some reason. They made a decision. They took their old hardware. They, they went through with the OLED screen. They went through with new speakers, and they just decided not to increase the power in this one. For whatever reason, maybe they couldn't make the chips. Uh, but considering the state of the world, you can't rule out the covid and the chip shortage. Were played into this, so I can understand that, but I think not having that power increase completely invalidates the the point of releasing a new Switch model at this point. Other than like, I get what the Switch Lite is doing. I still think it's a sh- uh, complete disgrace that it is not able to be put in a dock. But at this point, if you're up, if you're changing the Standard switch model. If it doesn't have more power, there's no point. Giving it a better screen doesn't mean anything.
1: I mean, if I the only people who really would buy this, I think people who don't already have a switch. And you know, maybe maybe this is the thing that pushes them over the edge. Maybe they were like holding out for the pro model, and now that we have this, they can be like, oh, I guess Nintendo's not up- updating it. I can finally w- stop waiting because I'm sure there are plenty of people who are waiting this year, like, should I wait until they announce the Pro? Should I wait until the Pro? But then, I guess you could could keep waiting. Maybe they announce the Pro next year, then you never get a Switch. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I don't know who this is for, except someone who doesn't already have a Switch.
0: Yeah, to your point, if someone doesn't own a Switch, they will either go, okay, well, I'll just buy a normal Switch now, or a Switch Lite, because I don't need to pay extra for those things. I don't care about those features. Or they'll be like, well, is that if that's as good as it gets, then I might as well just get that one. I'll pay a little extra. OLED's cool. The base unit's going to be cool. It's the, It will be the first revision of the battery, so it will be improved battery life over the launch wave of consoles. The internal memory does help everyone. So even if you... Uh, it's not... I don't think $50 more is worth upgrading, and 64 gigs is still too small. I am... I'm almost insulted. As a consumer and maybe that's hyper maybe that's a little too strong uh, to say as someone who already has a switch because this is hashtag first world problems you know Um, but as a critic of a retail product it's extremely underwhelming this is something that I would not recommend someone buying and the only reason as we've discussed Ed is uh, in our friend uh, in our friend group and uh, part of the crew Paul he doesn't have a switch yet and I was well, we were all kind of planning on getting switch pros and then hoping he would just buy one of our hours uh, second hand and then he could join in on the party. But now I wonder if he'll just go for a switch on his own or and that's the only reason I was thinking is still he could still have a hand-me-down for, for cheap. But I think I'm gonna resist that and just hold on to mine and wait for whatever Nintendo's next generation.
1: Console is. I really do not want to reward Nintendo for this this business decision. So I, I mean, I don't need a new Switch, so I'm probably not going to buy one any way. But I I want to take a stand, kind of. And I'm not, you know, I always like the new shiny, and I'm sure you do too. But this is a new shiny that I don't think I want. I don't want to give Nintendo money and and have them think that, that. this was uh, a a good decision
0: no it's it's not a good decision what they're releasing now is basically like the DS lite where this is essentially what the original model should have been however this one's more expensive i don't think like the DS and like the 3DS and stuff like they actually were more expensive when their more refined
1: models came out so it's i really love i really loved my DS lite though so that oh yeah that's i DS Lite was was a great console, and you're right. That's what the DS should have been. It shouldn't have been that big tank thing that you know was kind of a sloppy hinge. It didn't really fit together all that well. Like this is what they should have released in 2017. And what's really funny is that for we... the Switch, for the Switch, that is. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I said for the Switch that is, and I'm not the DS. I do think back to when.
0: DS was going through its life cycle, both the DS to 3DS and 2DS, and how none of those revisions ever got capacitive. They all stayed resistive, and that was something a lot of people uh, mentioned about before. Is like, sure, it works. Like resistive can work when and they're programmed that way. And for the 3DS, the second screen became much more of like an accessory than it was to being like an actual um, game screen but still like it was it, Nintendo never made like a huge upgrade but they did add more power when they did the new 3DS line they actually upgraded the CPU but i think cuz i was reflecting on this i think part of the reason they did, they did those upgrades is cuz they were supporting other gimmicks they increased the 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 CPU power slightly for the DSI because they had the camera and I don't think they could get away with the camera features that they wanted but at the original baseline. They're so like, oh, well, to make our toy work, we have to put in a little more power. Then with the new 3DS, they were doing the eye tracking thing, which supported the, 3, the 3D the 3 feature. And they realized, well, we need to put in some more power because we can't support this, this here, this accessory to our gimmick. Until eventually, you know, the 2DS, which I don't know if the new 2DS actually has the same power as the the new 3ds but i guess if
1: it's it does it does then okay. the new 2ds xl is the same as the new 3ds in in internals it just doesn't have the the 3d feature or the head tracking cameras okay i have one and it actually it feels a lot cheaper than the new 3ds xl um yeah. it's yeah. definitely a cheaper alternative even the build quality and the buttons feel cheaper it's mm. it was cheaper <laughs> Yeah, it must have been all those other component parts but
0: like removing the cameras must have made the, the thing cheaper overall. I think the new 2DS Design looks really cool. I didn't need it. I have my 3DS XL and I had no need to like Be upgraded or because uh, any of the exclusives I didn't want to play and they performed pretty poorly as well It was impressive that they got like Xenoblade Chronicles one On a 3DS, but at what cost Did it really was it really worth doing that in my opinion? No, I think the loss in fidelity in that was not worth it they should have just made a xenoblade chronicles game for 3ds but it,
1: obviously it's cheaper to work yeah how, game cool, how cool would that have been yeah how cool would that have been if they had like a build for 3ds and a blade chronicles game that would be cool you that know that's cool. like the the future we're not in
0: <laughs> yeah xenoblade chronicles though wasn't established enough like they barely got xenoblade chronicles one to come to the west it was operation rainfall that got Mm -hmm. it there and if it wasn't for that viral campaign I don't think it would have worked so yeah
1: I remember that yeah
0: so that was a weird spot so I get why they didn't do it then but it would have made way more sense and some of this is hindsight so I'll I'll um, concede that point Uh, oh it's it's just super sad like we're all the reason it's so disappointing it's not because I need 4k. I don't care about 4k and all the people who care about resolution over frame rate. I, I choose not to understand you because the resolution is not going to matter if your game feels like a slideshow. And I think that's the thing is people let a lot of things slide because they don't really know what the alternatives like when things just work. So they're just, eh, this is fine, this is what video games are, I've played games that are like, and that's a shame that people are so used to poorly performing games that it's like, eh, this feels like everything else. Um, this also, not increasing the power, probably hampers a lot of third-party projects. And we've already seen games now coming to, de- to Switch that aren't performing well in terms of like graphic performance sales-wise. It's probably going to cut into their sales, but considering that they're scaling down their games for Switch, and I don't know how much it costs. It's, clearly, it's been worth it for a lot of companies to figure out how to put their games on Switch, uh, at the reduced fidelity and stuff. But when first-party Nintendo games, especially like Age of Calam Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, are not even hitting thirty regularly, like a stable thirty, and they're getting real low. I don't know. Did you watch the Mighty key video uh, today?
1: No, well, no, I didn't.
0: He showed some some captured <laughs> you, footage yeah. of the game, like at a at a really difficult part, slowing down. It's like I don't care if you built a. If you build that difficult part, you better make sure it runs. Otherwise, don't do that part. That's it's just inexcusable. And I'll bet you dollars to donuts that Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity was supposed to be a cross-gen, Switch to Switch Pro game, and they got screwed because Nintendo held back on it and like, well, it was going to work on both. So we might as well sell it now and it'll, when it's beefed up, just like how they did with Hyrule Warriors on Wii U. And then they did the enhanced version for Switch uh, later. Um, no, the 3DS. They did the, sorry. I was still thinking original Hyrule Warriors, but I was talking about how they put it on 3DS. And then they also put it on new 3DS and how it really only ran <laughs> on new 3DS.
1: So. Wasn't that um, Fire Emblem Warriors on 3DS? It was Hyrule Warriors also on 3DS. I thought it was Fire Emblem Warriors that was on 3DS. Both. Yeah, either way, they they shouldn't have been running on 3DS. Yeah, or they should have made, like, a specific version that actually could run. That's the problem. I mean, these aren't really... These aren't really hardware things. These are developers making bad choices things like if they wanted to build a game that ran at 60 frames per second on the switch hardware as it is they certainly could i mean mario mario odyssey does that i i, I think mario odyssey um, runs at 60 it? super smash brothers runs at 60 mario kart mario mario kart does mario kart um, does super mario 3D, 3d 3d world not bowser's fury but the base game does like Docked. it it seems like it's only it's it seems like it's like You know, Zelda, every Zelda game seems like it has problems on the Switch. Breath of the Wild, Link's Awakening, Age of Calamity. Um, I I did play um, Fire Fire Emblem Three Houses, and that had some, like, perplexing performance issues where just running around the monastery and panning your camera would cause slowdown, so. Yeah, and that's not a very, intensive, fast-paced game. Like, that is a
0: very controlled game. So everything that's supposed to be within the field of view Pokemon, the new Pokemon, but as I've come to understand, Pokemon really is always under budget,
1: so or really low low yeah, budget. Yeah, they crazy. Yeah, they're an indie game that sells sells AAA numbers, and
0: that's so you're right. Part of it is the developer, but I, I, this is where it's to, or I'm gonna say it is to, uh, two things are right at the same time. The platform sets what your ceiling is in terms of what you can get away with and then as the developer you have to choose what you try to get away with on there within that limit. So it is a problem that the developers are either A not optimizing properly within that hardware space and B choosing to even try to make something work on there if they can't even hit something acceptable. The other one is that Nintendo not providing a platform that is at least (laughs) so there's like a floor and then there's a ceiling in terms of performance. And nintendo is in the basement they're like hey we figured out how to make a portable gamecube okay which is technically the 3ds but they have now basically we're working with a portable wii at the at this stage of the game which isn't even that great I, it's it's barely the this i guess in raw specs it's better than a wii it's better than a wii yeah i, I guess i mean no no um i guess From what I've seen from the raw specs, it the switch is just a little bit more powerful than the the 360, the Xbox 360. So that's kind of what we're dealing with in a handheld. Which, when you think about it, in that regard, it's pretty impressive, uh, even still. But we've quickly surpassed that, considering the new generate the PS4 and the Xbox One. We're also kind of operating on hampered technology, or at least not the not the most cutting edge. Uh, They're compromised, is the better word. And now that we've got PS5 and Xbox Series, we're seeing really good stuff. Also, phones and tablets, the way they're updating mobile processors and stuff like that, it's just blowing past Nintendo. I understand, and I can respect Nintendo saying, we don't need the best hardware. We, We need good hardware, which I understand. So this is where, like, okay, the Switch itself is a good gimmick to be able to go dock into your TV as well as go handheld. And developers shouldn't be bringing games that really can't scale down and handle, in my opinion, 60, in realistic opinion, a stable 30. And there's even indie games that struggle on it, so I don't even know what the deal. with I think it's the CPU. Yes, that's right. Digital Foundry has a video. They show that you can overclock the CPU, but that affects battery life on the Switch, which... Is a factor because it is partially portable so there is like slight
1: overclocking i guess when it's docked and maybe some games yeah it runs at a it runs at a higher clock rate when it's docked that's why you have better performance docked than handheld so in almost every game yeah so that's the thing um
0: even that ceiling though is still too low for what it is nintendo really does need to kind of just foot the bill a little bit they're obsessed with making money on their hardware but so that's coming at the cost of clearly software quality at this point, that they don't even have enough like, oh, like processing overhead for these games to run at a stable 30 undocked. So, or docked, excuse me, docked, because that's where they'd have the most thing. Like, Come on, guys. It, like get, it, get it together. You, you're, it's really making it worse. And, and honestly, they're just taking advantage of consumers by, ha- by doing this
1: yeah a lot of them don't know any better i mean think of all the families and your casual gamers who are buying a switch they they don't really know what they're missing i mean to some degree i don't i don't i mean i i play some games like smash and you know the games we talked about those are in 60 frames per second but a lot of the games i have played are not you know i'm not a pc player so i don't really have the option to crank up the fps and every game that i want to be higher or you know adjust the settings so i do get a higher frame rate so you're stuck
0: with it and also i will say you know i'd like i'd like to have the option i'm not telling people not to have fun with their games i know i'm sounding a little overly critical and i get that for some people they're super excited that this is like a better version and they're going to use it handheld and then of course it still plugs into the tv This is like an up this is like an upgraded light model where they're like, I use it portably a lot, so I'm gonna benefit from the OLED screen, but I can still dock it to my TV. So it's just basically a premium light. And I can I can understand that, I can appreciate it. But no one is getting harm no one would be harmed in the process by the switch having better horsepower, better visual processing, but better GPU and a better CPU. Also, portable people deserve a better battery life. And that's another thing where I get, like, that's the power. But as I've said, I think the Switch could be a little thicker to accommodate all these components, and it honestly wouldn't be a big deal. And Nintendo could just kind of bite the bullet on the hardware cost and lose a couple bucks uh, to get the right components in it. Not to mention, the Joy-Con problem still isn't fixed. Joy-Cons are still very low quality in terms of their analog sticks. They're going to keep breaking. And Nintendo has not done anything to... Counter that, whether that's reducing the price of Joy Cons, which they should do, if they're not going to fix the Joy Cons, they should lower the Joy Con price by twenty bucks. Right now, I think a pair is like seventy.
1: Yeah, seventy on sale. The MSRP is eighty for a pair. Are you serious? Which is a lot. That's right. like the most. That's like the most expensive control. Like sixty-nine dollars is like your typical deal on Joy Cons, like at, like at Amazon or. Walmart or any of those retailers at 69 is usually as low as it goes she's yeah no they should permanently lower the price to $20 less so
0: if eight, if it's 80 for a pair it should be 60 for a pair and then 30 for them separately doesn't it doesn't make any sense that if they're not gonna actually fix the issue and these things are gonna do that I get that they're repairing it but yeah, having gone through the pair process myself and I think they were gone for like four weeks that's that's a lot, and I'm someone who can who's lucky enough to be able to afford multiple sets of Joy Cons, also having a pro controller, etc. But for someone who like buys one one Switch and has just those Joy Cons and maybe could get uh, a second pair at some point, like it's still a lot of money to drop, and you can't drop that on a whim, and you have to and you you switch it in and you turn it in for repair, like that's that's rough it's it's
1: short-sighted if nintendo to to think about the cost of repairing them or or think about the cost of making better joy cons because it's going to do damage to their brand you know someone who buys this like you said who has limited means who you know this is their one system they're not going to buy a nintendo system again you know they might have won a lot of people with their switch design but they might lose a lot of those people when they realize how many issues there are with the switch
0: i wonder what it's going to take because I think Nintendo does coast by on a lot of goodwill from having good games. And that's the thing. I'm always wondering what the breaking point is. And there's a lot of people who don't keep an eye on this for the mass market. And I think Joy Cons last just long enough that the casual audience really doesn't notice kind of the thing. So like us hardcore who play a lot of Switch, go through it, they break. And
1: a Lot of a lot of Smash Bros. The the joystick destroyer. Mhm. Probably, I think I think that's one of the one of the worst on them.
0: Mario Kart, probably that. Mario Kart Splatoon are probably like the three. Oh, <laughs> that, would, that would break that left Joy-Con real quick, and then the right Joy-Con specifically for Splatoon, if that one wears out just as bad. And the same problems in the Switch Lite because they use the same type of analog sticks. So if your Switch Lite analog sticks break, you have to get a whole new unit. You have to either send your unit in for a full repair, uh, or and you know. By sending in for repair, air quotes, you know they'll. It probably is them sending you just a spare unit that they have lying in the warehouse, and they take the sticks out or whatnot and refurbish or recycle the items. You'd hope, hopefully, recycling, but it's hard to say. So, uh, it it would have behooved everyone if Nintendo actually increased the power in this model or just waited. I just made an official statement why can't they put make an official statement and go hey maybe they're afraid of looking bad I don't know I can only speculate on what they're actually what their actual motivations are other than like clearly they're doing this and I get it the switch is selling really well now Animal Crossing performed way better than they ever anticipated it could have um, the switch sold out while everyone was home during the pandemic which is great there's the microchip shortage or uh, the silicon shortage that's affecting every electronic and That was probably my best guess is if I had to make my own guess, my own uh, completely unsubstantiated guess on what probably scared Nintendo was that with the silicon shortage coming up to make the extra chips, the cost probably went up. And then they said that was outside their tolerance range. They were probably planning the the more powerful model. They knew what the price was for those chips. Then the silicon shortage was going, and then everyone else was competing along with the Xbox, the PlayStation, all the electronics. And they probably came back and said, hey, it's gonna cost more for you to do these chips if you wanna be on our assembly lines, considering the shortage. And Nintendo went, you know what, take that out. We can, you know, we'll just sell it with the OLED screen, the speakers and uh, these other things. That's my best guess on what actually caused Nintendo to back out of doing the the increased power in it. I think that would make a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I was going to say that maybe they didn't want their systems to be scalped and and in such shortage like the PlayStation Xbox were, but they had that last year and I I don't know if that bothered them that much, so that's probably not the reason. I think Switches were scalped pretty early
0: on too, and that was during normal times. Yeah. So that, that it, it, we yeah, just recovered from that faster. I don't think they care. I really don't think I don't you know what, Ed? They they don't care about scalping. Because think of how few amiibos they make.
1: Hopefully, they'll make more of the Metroid amiibos and more of the the Skyward Sword amiibo. Yeah, you'll probably see but... a bunch of stuff like
0: either get traded in or even like extra stock that people don't pick up. Because think about it: people will pre-order, they'll forget about it, and then suddenly there's like five special editions left over in your local GameStop because nobody picked them up.
1: Yeah, that's. Nintendo doesn't like to have stock on the clearance rack, so I, I get it. But you know, that's a completely different discussion of of how Nintendo yeah. meets or fails to meet demand. Yeah. So, with so. The,
0: yeah. So the, the Nintendo OLED model, I guess we're we're in consensus. It's very disappointing. Probably neither of us are gonna get it. Uh, hopefully, Nintendo will make it up to its fans. We still got good games to look forward to. I am. <laughs> strongly looking at just emulating the next couple games until Nintendo's next hardware iteration comes out because I, I just don't want to deal with the low performance. I'll still keep an eye out, and if the games actually perform well on the Switch, I'll get a legitimate copy. But if it doesn't, then just wait till the, the game runs smoothly on an emulator and
1: play it. I think, I think that what Nintendo should do is next year, don't even put out a pro model. It's been five years since your original Switch. I think it's time for a complete upgrade. And those last few games, like Metroid Prime 4 and Bayonetta 3, they can they can be cross-gen games, but after that, just cut it off. I mean, I know they want to be accessible to as many people, but that, that comes at the expense of having a good experience with your games.
0: Yeah, I'm hearing the chip shortage may last longer now, like through all of 2023, so I wonder if Nintendo would be gearing up for a new platform for their next generation In say 2024 but I wonder if we'll get an announcement in next year about like hey next generation of Nintendo switch is coming next year or how long they're really gonna coast on a switch or maybe we'll even see like this kind of protracted generation Um, well so going by Nintendo's history they definitely do let handheld generations linger forever So it's very likely that whatever's gonna be the next Switch, hopefully it's another Switch and not like a brand new idea, it would be insane if they don't do just another iteration of the Switch that's like actually a full next gen upgrade. I could see them, like like I said, my hope is that they're gonna be able to complete their full like ultimate conglomeration system and they're gonna invest in doing wireless HDMI so that way your regular switch can now function the way the Wii U is and you like your dock can beam to your TV and you can use it as your second screen of course the base model now has more power in it overall and that's like what they do more power plus uh, wireless HDMI so you don't even have to um you don't even have to dock it if you don't want to and you can take advantage of the touchscreen at the same time while you're playing on the TV
1: Yeah, and I, I would love to see them maybe even consider the dock being extension of the power of the Switch. You know, on desktop, you can have external GPUs on Thunderbolt. I mean, maybe that's too much. That's too much to ask for Nintendo. I, I'll take that back. <laughs> They're not, that's just that's too outlandish. And- but I I think there's so much like you, like you're suggesting with the wireless HDMI and you know they could do a lot with the dock being an extension of the handheld switch. So there's a lot of potential with this form factor. Let's let's hope they can um, iterate and execute on you know, some new ideas while still keeping what people like about the switch, which is the uh, hybrid nature of it. Yes, the hybrid nature is the most important part at this
0: point. And I'm going to rephrase something you you just said a little bit because I don't think it's too much to ask from it. I think it's completely reasonable for Nintendo to do something like that. What it is, is it's just unrealistic to expect Nintendo to be trying to do so good. Like, and and what I wanted to bring up at the start when you were going over like the rumors were wrong. Actually, the rumors were only they were 90% correct. Almost everything else we heard about was there. It just wasn't the increased power. It was the only thing that wasn't there. The dock was rumored in a report. The OLED screen was like the biggest rumor for forever. Um, I don't think anyone really cared about the stand, but they did. So it's hard to say if they actually did that. Um, More internal memory might have been out there. I forget exactly. So yeah, most of the rumors did actually come true, except for the increased power. So at this point, and that's the only one
1: that matters. That's the only one
0: that matters. It mattered the most. It definitely
1: did. I mean, I take that. I take. I take that over all the other upgrades. Yeah, it, it
0: makes no sense that like, and I, I get it. All these things are made like years in advance. So the Switch Lite couldn't have had like an OLED screen. That would have made more sense for the Switch Lite to debut with an OLED screen at the same size and, or smaller. Like, of course you're gonna you're gonna have a higher quality screen, but it's it's a smaller screen, so it that compensates for the price. Then it's portable only because clearly you want the best screen on portable because someone who's playing portably has no choice. So, yeah, I don't know. Even a refreshed light model that would have been able to dock to the team. but I guess that's what this is. This is your Pro Light. <laughs> this is the this is the Switch <laughs> Switch Light Pro Pro LED.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I guess that's it. I'm uh, just
1: disappointed. I'm just disappointing. Yeah. Well. But... No skin off our nose, I, I mean, guess. If you're well, a Nintendo goodbye. fan, you're, all, you're always you're, you're always used to being disappointed, right? You know, there's always a bit of that monkey's paw to their announcements. Weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, once again, uh, these reacts are very impromptu. We can't plan. We don't really plan for for doing reacts. We just see if we have really strong feelings about something. Um, also, the Sony, the PlayStation State of Play was most recently today, but. For the next episode is when we're planning to talk about Sony and PlayStation, so that's where we'll give some details there. Um, yeah, we we don't know if we'll make it a habit of reacts, but we'll we'll think about it. And obviously, we'll we'll still whenever it's like big news and we feel like we've, we can crank out an episode, we'll we'll do it. So, thanks again, all our listeners for for this. Um, get this up on YouTube, and you'll you'll be able to listen to this on YouTube. And I th- think we'll talk about getting it on audio feeds in some way. Um, maybe just mix it into the the current playlist for the for the option many crew podcast just because so rarely yeah thank you again everyone for being for who listened today thank you ed for being with me
1: hey i'm i'm always happy to be here
0: and uh yeah everyone take care until the next time bye